2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to... Musicals taught me everything I know. We've got another fun episode. We're going to talk about a great show that is coming up near you soon, as long as you're in Brisbane or the Brisbane area. Uh, But if you're not, you're still going to enjoy talking about the producers today. And um, my name is Miranda. I'll be the host today. Um, This is now my third time attempting to host, and hopefully I'm getting better at it. Please don't comment if you think I'm not. With me today,
0: Kristen Barris.
3: Julie Eisentrager. And our
2: two, two, count them, one, then another one, special guests. Grace Clark.
1: And Josh Tier.
2: Hi, guys. Hi, guys. And you're joining us as our special, special guests as a pair. Why is that today? Why the two of you?
1: Well, Grace and I are currently playing Leo Bloom and...
2: Do you want the full
4: name? Yes, the full (laughs) name. Nothing but the (laughs) full name. Do it, do it. You ready? Okay like a party trick now. Ulla, um, Inga, Hansen, Benson, Jonsen, Thailand Highlands Wadden, Sponson. And then if you're later in the show for some spoilers, Bloom. Oh!
2: <laughs> spoiler alert. It's so always nice to have a couple in love at the table. Um, you are just actors though, right? Yeah. So you're not, okay. We'll get into the gossip about the show later. But first we're going to get to know You. Okay, so we're going to step you through some super quick questions so that everybody knows everything about you, okay? Now, we're going to have to do the short version of the answers because there are two of you. So just first thing that comes to you, top of the head answers. All right, here we go. Are you ready for the first question? Yes. (laughs) Josh, are you ready? Ready. Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, Which musical character would other people compare you to? from a chorus line. Elder
1: Price, Book of Mormon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, I see it. Yeah. They're both really good answers. Okay, yeah, good, we're doing I this remember. quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. I asked good. for quick, we're getting it. Which musical character would you like other people to compare you to? You wanted okay, to pick I, I, one.
4: I thought of this, Heather Chandler from... Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, oh, really? Yes, that would be no. yes. no. My <laughs> high school Wait. me would love that. Okay. So. <laughs> oh,
3: yes, yeah, because you... Well, can I tell people? What? Of your tattoo. Oh God! Yes, you had a, well, she had I'm a regrettable tattoo. <laughs> had a regrettable tattoo that says Queen, Queen Bee. Does Bee. So that make sense? Oh, yeah. okay. I just like bees, though. Save the bees.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Important. Yeah. Josh, Josh, I would
1: love people to think of me as Edward Bloom from Andrew Lipper's Big Fish.
2: Okay, okay. Mm. okay. Uh, for a second there, I thought you got the character uh, yeah, name like, for it's, the no, producers wrong. Leo, I was like, uh, his name is Leo. No. This is so
1: awkward. <laughs> no, so like it's 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 the musical of the movie but, uh, version. Um, sorry, can we do that again?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no takebacksies no, here. We're no, just gonna keep going. Just rewind yourself.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, it's the musical of the movie Big Fish. Yeah. I think um, oh, what's his name? Ewan McGregor, I think, yeah. played yeah. the original. Yeah. yeah, and I think Isn't he's it? he's an amazing character. Just like one of those, like, super big heart, live life to the fullest kind of people. And That's what I want to be.
3: That Aww. is a noble oh, goal. So it's not one of the many creepy roles in that show?
2: No, no. I feel like
3: the movie was creepy. and That's all I remember.
2: Hopefully, <laughs> the musical is slightly less creepy. Right. But um, that's nice. We've got Bees and Fish. It's a very, that's oh, oh, that's very animal friendly. That's cute. <laughs> let's keep them. All right, let's move on to dream roles.
4: Me? Okay. Oola, yes. Absolutely. Um, as tick. well as um, yeah, tick off the list. Um, Millie from Thoroughly Modern Millie. Nice. Yes. I love my big belt dancer roles, but then I also love my soprano because that's where I'm. I'm bass, so like Cinderella from Into the Woods and uh,
2: those yes. kind of ones. Mm. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, my all-time dream role would be Fierro from Wicked.
0: Nice. <laughs> Correct. And that's your 12 seconds today, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> we can only do up to 12 seconds of every song. Um, so when we get to the music later, we'll get you to sing all of them. Um, but, but only 12 so seconds. So fast, maybe. it happens in 12 seconds. Um, well, speaking of Into the Woods, favourite songtime show?
4: Into the Woods and Gypsy.
2: Oh, yeah. that is too... That is two. Can sorry. we do that? Can we? Can we have? Can we have two? I, I
3: didn't. technically had three. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, didn't you
2: also have two,
3: Miranda? Was it um, well,
2: yours? I picked one for music and one for lyrics. Yes, yeah, yeah. and one of them was Gypsy. So, so high five put, across there. the table. So
0: the rule then is you have to put them into categories. <laughs> so why? Where would Gypsy fall in? Like, why do you like Gypsy? I love Louise.
4: She's another okay, so on the character. lower, on yeah. the list of dream roles. And, but Louise. And into, in, into the Woods. Into the Woods makes me cry. Great. I have an Into the Woods tattoo as well. <laughs> God, I had no idea you were such a tattooed lady. I've, I've, totally only oh. I've only got two. I've only got two. We'll have
2: to take photos of them and put okay. them up for everybody. Um, they're not in embarrassing places, are well? they? No. no. okay.
1: <laughs> Josh? Yeah, I'm also going to be super boring, and so that gypsy is my favourite Time.
2: Thank you. But okay. I feel so... Validated. validated. Yeah, validated. A-
1: I just love Gypsy because, like, I think it's it has the most amazing music. Like that overture is like the most kick-ass overture of any musical ever. And I also have a special connection with Gypsy because I actually directed a production of it back <gasps> in my <gasps> university in New Zealand. Amazing. So oh. I have like it's like an affinity for Gypsy.
2: You understand it on a I deep and personal level. I've got this
3: problem again. Yes. You know that problem I have where I think of someone and then I can't remember their name. Like or their in. character name. <laughs> I think you would make a great dude <laughs> from Gypsy. Yeah, not the dancing dude. Oh, the older dude. The older. Oh, eventually. Well, oh, Herbie. Yeah, yeah. Herb. Oh, oh. When I you I get like older. It
2: <laughs> 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 Annie, Timmy, yeah. when different. you get older. Okay, let's okay. get through it. Go to sour sh- sour song. Sour oh. song. Shower uh, song.
4: Um, Party Your World from Little Mermaid or Journey to the Past from Anastasia. I like nice. my redheads.
2: <laughs> just a little Disney yeah, for the, the shower time. The yeah, get clean, get Disney. Yeah. I
1: I have a few go-to shower songs, but one that I love to do is Out There from the Hunchback of Notre Dame because oh. I feel like when you're in the shower and there's just like the echoes and you're just going for those high notes, it's you fantastic. You go to the big ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I like a bit of shower belt myself. I yeah, like to, to belt to in then. the shower. It's a great yeah. place to belt.
3: Well, I do too, but, you know
2: um sorry about julie
3: she makes a name for herself she <laughs> out.
2: okay so now we're going for the final and most controversial question
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> listen carefully to the God, rules I love this question. you absolutely have to and have is in capital letters can i point out you have to delete one musical mm-hmm. from history from the world never existed no one ever knew it no one ever heard it and the world is a better place which one are you deleting
4: Starlight Express, no contest, <gasps> no, contest. no hesitation, no contest.
2: but there's a light and it's at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> and No <they're> trains. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have to say Andrew Lloyd Webber features okay. heavily on this yeah. list. Yeah, so it's
3: Andrew Lloyd Webber deletion, Andrew Lloyd Webber, Webber deletion. deletion,
0: Andrew Lloyd Webber deletion. Webber. Today. I, I, yes, I would, I would say that. I was right in our last two podcasts and say we should just delete Andrew Lloyd Webber. No, no, you can't. There's there's,
2: there's too much importance in there. You can't delete Andrew Lloyd Webber. You can't do it. There's too much. Because it's too important in the history of music out there. We're deleting a lot of his musicals. Well, you would delete the West End.
1: Um, I would absolutely, with <laughs> Josh a. Josh
2: is going to take control and just Move on.
1: Just with like a flipping massive ass shotgun, destroy Mamma Mia. Oh, yeah! <laughs>
3: well, well, Andrew Lloyd Webber, thank oh, you. Oh, yes, that would be beautiful, thank you. I would love that. <laughs> Good. Oh, oh, no. You <laughs> can. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, and we'll be talking about Mum Mia Me next week. No, we won't. Um, but surely we will one day. It's bound to happen. Well, thank you for your interesting answers. So we don't have any breaking, super important Broadway News today, no, we no thought we'd, we'd do something a little bit different to the usual different. ticker 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 news break. Um, we're going to do a little bit of fun theatre talk. Yeah. We're doing, are you ready Josh? Bring it. Yeah, okay, okay sorry, you were looking at me like, uh, what the hell's happening? <laughs> um, just like the listeners at home who are thinking, why is Miranda still talking, we haven't got to the point, <laughs> here it is, Costume Malfunctions of the Week, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun.
0: I love it. Jenna. So
2: who's got cool stories?
0: I've got a story. Yeah, what is
3: it, Julie? It's a pretty simple story. It's Mm. not that bad, to be honest, because it all happened behind the scenes. So doing Miss Saigon, I was going from, potentially going from being Asian to in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: (laughs) Oh, God. Oh,
3: Yeah, for those of you who haven't seen me, I'm super white. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially going from being Asian into being like a Westerner in in Saigon. Um, I was meant to be wearing two pairs of pants because it was quick change. So and I,
2: Everyone knows that that is how you define an Asian cash and you it's tell the them pants. apart by the pants <laughs> actually yeah. the
3: pants and maybe it was like a skirt and I had pants rolled up underneath it anyway the point being I run backstage I have like minimal maybe a couple seconds to get changed I'd take off my top layer and they'd be like ha, huh oh that's a breeze should should I be feeling <laughs> oh no should I be feeling the wind right now <laughs> oh, no. oh oh Cass <laughs> i've not got my second pair of pants on so then yeah i had to run like the speed of wind speed of wind speed of light speed of sound
2: speed of wind let's move on <laughs> um fast anyway. yeah
3: had to move fast to try and find my second pair of pants and get back on stage and did you i did oh, i did amazing. and in the nick of time oh. tell you now <laughs> <laughs> Whew. good 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 close call
0: close call very very That's any fun. other fun stories I was a quick changer on a show um, and I didn't I didn't check the velcro at the top of the pants on the girl that I was changing cuz she usually did that bit up herself but I like made sure it was secure and she on stage massive dance number at QPAC. she comes off
2: and she's just red faced
0: and I'm like what happened she's like
2: <laughs> 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 just they were there and then they weren't middle, oh the
0: that was sorry
2: that was oopsie it, glad
0: it wasn't me but it was definitely my fault
2: <laughs> oh no well you didn't have to suffer the consequences like, so <laughs> <laughs> hilarious story i've got a few doozies yeah um During Anything Goes, right at the start of the 24,000-minute, actually I think it was 13 minutes long, um, tap break, right? The massive tap break in Anything Goes. I'm wearing these pants that are super tall, like 1930s really high pants. I'm describing where they're up to but no one can see because (laughs) we're on radio. Uh, And uh, so they had this massive zip right down the side that basically went from under my bust to under my thigh And, uh, yeah, right at the start of the tap break, that zip went bing. No. (laughs) And I spent the rest of the dance trying to hold my pants together and uh, (laughs) screaming at people on stage to find me safety pins. Um, A lot of people tried to help me out. Bless them. They did. And I just right at the end, I went off stage at the end of this number for approximately... Four seconds, I think, before I had to then tap my way back on to centre front for the final massive like Very time obvious steps for years. where she's
3: standing. Yeah,
2: yeah, and um, so I run off, I run off stage for this exit to try and give myself an extra couple of seconds, and just screamed at everybody. And there, there's all these stage hands standing around, just going. What? <laughs> and then it was too late. I had to go back on. So yeah, dance the dance without my pants.
1: I feel like given the nature of the lyrics in that song, you should have just taken them off and done like the whole thing Ooh. in your drawers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: um, no, that was never going to be a good option. Quote, unquote, if seeing me undressed you like, then nobody will oppose. Oh, I mean,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel yeah. like. What you might not understand, as a woman in theatre, often under any piece of clothing, we're wearing, like, Nancy Gans' pants. There's something hideous.
0: (laughs) Unless we are fully prepared for that moment with the multiple pairs.
2: Also, I think it could have been really awkward just trying to get the pants off. (laughs) (laughs) It could have been worse. Um, Yeah. What about you guys? I haven't...
1: Nothing that happened on stage, but I was in one production where we had to do a quick change, and basically, like, I took my pants off for a quick change, um, and someone was helping me, um, you know, get this quick change done. And then basically, I realized that my while taking down my pants, my underwear had also come down <laughs> with my pants, and I'm like, I'm sorry that you had to see that.
2: <laughs> Just a makeup. Yes. <laughs> That's great. That's, That's great. That's really great. Yep. We've all lost our underwear every now and then. Um, but more recently in The King and I, I did the entire um, end scene in Act 1 holding my hoop skirt up underneath my dress oh my God. <laughs> because oh. I had gone down on the floor. This is the scene where they, they do the whole thing where mm. she goes down on the floor and then he gets lower and she has to get lower and he gets lower and she has to get lower. And um, when I stood up, I had, um, like, just slightly caught the heel of my shoe on the bottom of my last hoop and just given the skirt enough of a tug to snap the tie in the top. And, uh yeah it was at one point like almost at my knees and i'm trying to like pull it up underneath my other skirt <laughs> it's like oh jeez that that's was long awkward. Scene too, I feel. It's a that's really a, that's long, like a long scene. time of you being on stage. And, um, I did actually try to scoot off stage during the scene. There was um, another actress who was entering, and I just charged at her, going, "I'm just going to go and get top." Tim runs before she gets on stage to sort of push her off and go, "Oh, help me with my skirt!" So Aww. yeah, I had to duck myself for the rest of that scene. <laughs> so there you go. Sometimes you do just have to take it off but thankfully not on stage
0: thankfully thankfully (laughs)
2: speaking of taking things off we should start talking about the producers (laughs) okay so let's get on with the show as they say tell us all about the history (laughs) no that was good i like it (laughs) we love a little sung musical interlude I mean, we'll also put musical interludes in for everyone's enjoyment, but...
1: Why bother electronically inserting one in when I can just do it for you?
2: Good point. Let's do that for the rest of the show. (laughs) Tell us about The Producers.
1: Right, well, The Producers is a Mel Brooks Musical, which was actually based off his 1967 movie of the, uh, of the same name, which starred uh, Zero Mostel as Max Bialystok and Gene Wilder um, as Leo Bloom. I love Gene
5: Wilder.
1: Yeah, he was great. Um, but it wasn't actually until um, 2001 um, that Brooks brought the film to stage, and this time it featured um, Nathan Lane playing Max and Matthew Broderick playing Leo.
2: They're such an awesome pair in that role. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. so hard to... I'm so glad they also, you know, they did the Broadway and then continued on for the movie.
0: But there are so many, like, I'll I'll tell you later. We'll
2: we'll talk about all the wonderful people who have done the roles.
0: They play them a lot. Like, Mm. it wasn't just that, that one... Time, which is really nice too. Like they obviously love it. It's anyway. difficult to
2: imagine that those roles were ever written for someone else, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Until you go back and watch the original, yeah. It's really hard. And to...
0: anytime you see them paired in anything else, it's still the same relationship, like the same <laughs> dynamic. dynamic. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, but like I mean, this show was like a massive success. It won twelve Tony Awards in its um twelve yeah. yeah twelve Tony 12. Awards,
4: same as Hamilton.
1: Oh really? Ooh. Ah, interesting. Because in that year that um, that the producers won its Tonys, it broke the record for the most wow. Tonys, which was um, originally held by Hello Dolly for thirty-seven years. Oh my god! Then. I had no
2: idea Hello Dolly was that popular. Yeah. Good, <laughs> wonderful.
3: <laughs> Learn something new every day. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and yeah,
1: the show ran for six years. It opened in two thousand and one on the nineteenth of April and closed um, April two thousand and seven. And yeah, the movie musical was then later released in 2005. And as we just said, um, Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick um, reprised their roles. And we got the cheeky insertion of some uh, Hollywood stars. We got Will Ferrell coming in as uh, Franz and Uma Thurman playing Ula. Mm. To get some more high profile names.
2: There were quite a number of the the cast from various parts of the Broadway. Yeah, the original Roger and Carmen
1: actually came back and reprised their roles too. Mm. In the film, I believe.
2: Yeah. Fun stories. Yeah,
0: Brad. Yeah, I'll tell you later. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you, I'll you later, later. I've got all this coming, guys. To I think, like, oh, Brad, do it. I Tell you because later. Was like, no, we have Wink. a whole <laughs> section for cast. <cars. laughs> why would I do that right now?
2: <laughs> all right, so we've we've done Tonys. Anything done. else you want to share with us?
0: <sighs> was, the movie, was the movie nominated for anything? I actually did it. Yes. was it? Yeah? Yes. Was it best oh, – the, the cool original
4: picture? movie or the oh, – uh,
3: 2005. I've, I've I've 2005 was not nominated for anything. Okay. It was in
4: the box office,
3: right. which is oh. a shame. Oh. Yeah. I mm. liked it, guys. Yeah, I loved
2: the movie. It was, I, think, I think it's one of the better adaptions of adaptions, musical yeah. to film. It might be because it was originally filmed, so it yeah. was just sort of coming full circle, but – yeah. It holds
3: a fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What fifty yeah. percent is actually not too based bad. Based on, on, on only Rotten Rotten well, really <laughs> only based on one hundred and fifty-one reviews, though. Yeah.
2: Well, let's make that one hundred and fifty-two reviews by the end of this episode, please, Julie.
0: On it. Good dear Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> <laughs> please change the number so I don't have to write a review. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
2: Okay, and now to tell us all about the characters and or plot, Julie Trigger.
3: Thank you. Easy plot. I mean, oh, come on. Step Step one, (laughs) yes. We find the worst play ever written. Step two, we hire the the worst director in town. Step three, we raise two million dollars—one for me, one for you. There's a lot of little old ladies out there. Step four, we hire the worst actors in New York and open on Broadway. And before you can say step five, we close on Broadway, take out two million, and go to Rio. Rio, all right, done. Let's
2: move on to KB, (laughs) but that. is what? The, that's legitimately the plot. There's a little steps. bit more There's to it than that. A yeah. tiny bit more.
3: So let's read my notes instead.
0: You don't know the plot off by heart, do
3: you? Ooh, no, because I'm not technically in it, <laughs> so I don't have to. And look, I have been in shows where I don't know the plot. So. <laughs>
2: Paris. <laughs> Does anyone know the plot of Paris? I well, I got it once I watched it again. The
3: DVD. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear. Okay. Anyway, so Max Bialystok, Broadway producer, has a show currently on Broadway, which flops. Uh, in S- in short, his accountant Leo finds a loophole. You can make more money with a flop than with a hit. So the pair decide to join, fo- uh, to join for... Oh, I can't what even <laughs> Pair join forces <laughs> to find <laughs> no. a lousy musical. They find Franz Liebkin's Springtime for Hitler, which is meant to be. My understanding is it's meant to be a serious yeah. musical about the right Hitler's rights to power. Mm. Yeah, good content. Um, once they've done that, <laughs> found their l- lousy script, they uh, sought a directional like a. Creative team, I guess. So they find Roger Debris a very camp creative with a team to match.
2: Absolutely. Yes.
3: yes. Potentially only one one person in there that's not quite as camp, Shirley Markowitz, <laughs> my personal favourite character of the show. <laughs> the lighting designer. You'll see. You'll see when you go and see the production, which everyone is, right? Yes. Oh, of course. Yep. Good answers. <laughs> <laughs> I have tickets to opening night. Ooh. Stop Mostly it. Mostly for you, Julie, opening but if you're not going to be on stage. Then... I have tickets to every performance. <laughs> we'll see you there. <laughs> so, all right, they've got their creative team. Then they go back to their office and they stumble, well, during casting, stumble upon the beautiful, voluptuous Oola. Would you like to say her name again?
4: Inga, Hansen, Benson, Jonson, Talon, Holland,
3: Correct. <laughs> Both the boys are impressed mostly by her beauty and hire her to be their secretary secretary. Huh, secretary. <laughs> slash receptionist. Whoa. whoa! Using that whoa. on closing
1: night. <laughs> secretary. <laughs> I mean secretary slash receptionist. <laughs>
3: Can you please? <laughs> I'll pay you. <laughs> so, to back his flop, Max enlists the help of his regular Patreons. Which?
2: Mm. Patreons, did Patreons. you say? <laughs> Patreons. such as we have on our Patreon.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes. So, except a little different. I don't know, well, we could still have some of these within our, with our, our Patreons, but he's uh, tend to be horny old ladies.
2: Uh, yes, no, no, no. so
3: might. he he sleeps his way through a s- lot of women. Um, <laughs> two lot million,
2: of, right? He raises two, two million dollars. Hey, if you so, get a bang for every buck.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, true story. So they have the money to do this show. Come opening night, their lead, Franz Liebkin, thanks to some bad luck, breaks his leg. So the, then the only option they have is to put on Roger. Because Roger knows the whole show. Yes. He's the director. He knows what he's
2: doing. Mm-hmm.
3: Kind of.
2: And his middle name is also Elizabeth, it is. just like Hitler's.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Roger Elizabeth Debris. <laughs> um, because his performance is so camp, everyone in the audience is then led to believe that this is a satirical musical. So it's a surprise <laughs> smash hit.
0: That's not the plan. The plan uh is
3: that it
0: oh. oh, It's dun, all gone.
3: Dun, wrong. Dun. That where sense? did we
0: go right?
3: <laughs> so the authorities eventually discover the crafty accounting and arrest Max while Leo, the sneaky dog, hides.
2: In Rio.
3: Well, yes. <laughs> he goes off to hide with And, Ula. <laughs> um, and cocoa butter. <laughs> oh my ooh, goodness, ooh. is there oh. cocoa butter involved in your version? Daddy. Can't wait. Um, so yes, too, Julie. You're in the show as well. Um, technically, no. <laughs> technically, my instrument is used. Well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe right look. Wow. It's a big instrument. <laughs> <laughs> Any hoozles. They've got the two mil. They're in Rio. In jail, Max receives postcards from Leah and Ula. Just, they're kind of, okay, you tell me, you're, you're Leo and Ula. Are you guys just being dicks? Like, why would you send postcards to the guy you have ripped off and you're meant to be in hiding, may, might I add? And you're like, dear friend, a mag of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Like... <laughs>
1: I think Leo is just one of those guys. He's just like a little bit clueless of what it means to be a real adult, and I don't think he quite realizes that the, the severity of what he's done um, until you until the final scene of the show where he actually comes back to yeah. redeem. Hip, like to what redeem Max josh. at the end and brings back the money that they stole. I
0: think it's just a little oh, yeah. socially awkward. Oh, know? yeah. It
3: just, it, Yeah, anyway. <laughs> he seems like a bit of a dad. Anyway, so, yes, that happens. Max stands trial and is deemed incredibly guilty. But the newlywed Leo and, oh, I just made you up a couple name. Lewell. <laughs> Leah and Ula.
2: I don't know if it works. <laughs> I don't think it does.
3: <laughs> they arrive to tell the judge that Max is a good man. I don't see how that's helping, but that's it's a character. Fine. It doesn't help. The judge is touched and decides not to separate Leo and Max, so he sends them both to Sing Sing for five years. In Sing Sing, um, they write a new musical called Prisoners of Love, which goes to Broadway starring Roger and Ula. The pair are pardoned uh, by the governor. And then that's the end. Is there anything after that?
2: Well, that show was a great success. It was. Prisoners of Love. Yeah, that's why it went to Broadway. A for real success that ends up making them more money. Legit money. Does that end up being the proceeds of crime? Do they have to give that back? Is that how that works? I don't know how it works legally.
3: Well, no, they were in no, prison no. when they wrote it.
2: Hmm. It's a musical. Like, how could anything... anything how could there <laughs> be any consequences
1: in, like, a happy-go-lucky musical?
2: That's true. That is true. And they did give back
4: the $2 million, Yeah, so. exactly.
1: Might to the little things. old ladies? To the judge.
4: So, oh, right. So right. the judge, judge, judge
3: got paid off.
4: Oh,
2: damn. <laughs> we'll have
3: to sequel. Oh, dear. Yeah, I kept the two million.
2: So this is the end. There's a lot of fun characters in there. Obviously, um, Max and Leo mm-hmm. are our two drivers of the story. Our two producers. Max being a a big Broadway Jewish man. Jew- yeah, Jewish man. Yeah. Yeah, in and our who's, production, definitely. Yeah, okay. yes. <laughs> Who who's, who's your Max? Who's playing Max? Uh,
1: his name is Gary Rose. Gary Rose. Yes, correct, senora.
2: I believe that's how it's pronounced, Gary Rose. And uh, you, of course, are playing Leo Bloom, who, if you would describe in just a few words. Yeah, Leo Bloom is
1: this, I, th- I think of him as this big man-child who's never really had the balls to grow up and sort of face the fact that, like, you know, as an as an adult, you've got to, like, make decisions about your life and stand up for what you believe in and take from life what you want. So he just kind of just gets pushed around by everyone around him. And then one day when he's in Max's office, Max, he, he sort of just comes up with this scheme, um, hypothetically speaking, about how you could actually make all this money from a flop. And then Max realizes that Leo is actually a very brilliant man and tries to, you know, bring out that genius in him and the the go-getter that Leo actually has inside of him that, but he's never been willing to acknowledge hmm. before. And then, sort of like, it takes
2: a chorus of scantily clad women to convince him that that's the case.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yeah.
2: And we all enjoy that. Isn't that, that what oh,
1: always yeah. happens in life? <laughs> Whenever you're in a moment of doubt, suddenly chorus girls explode out of places. Certainly
2: on the Broadway, as <laughs> I hear. The um, and then, the rounding out our top three there would be our lovely Ula. 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 And if we were to describe Ulla in just a few words, maybe a few less words than Josh Shatterbox over here. Ulla's sure.
4: <laughs> um, well, was a bit of a dark horse. Um, I think there's a bit more below the surface than meets the eye to her. Um, but she is she is the show girl of the of the show.
2: So she comes yeah. in looking for uh, an acting a, gig, an a job, yeah. Gig. She and ends up be becoming away. the secretary.
4: Ends up becoming a secretary and, you know, runs away to Rio with a few
3: million dollars. It,
2: that seems to work that's out for the her. That's the way it ends
3: up. That's the way, <laughs> that's <laughs> the, way the cocky crumbles. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it is. Um, and uh, there's a few other fantastic characters in there for mm-hmm. all the, the supporting roles. There's a lot of men in this show. Mm. There is.
3: There is, actually. Yeah.
4: There is.
2: But then the ensemble is mostly women. Would that be true?
4: I think we have an equal number.
2: Yeah, we do actually. Our
4: cast is very balanced in there's, terms. There's quite a few female supporting roles though, such as the grannies and the usherettes who kind of welcome um, the
0: guests into the theatre. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in this script too, it specifies how many female ensemble, how many male ensemble you should have mm. in in dance ensemble and acting ensemble. So yeah, it's quite specific in terms of that side of things.
5: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. It is like
1: it is an unusually male-heavy show.
2: Well, just like Broadway, every other the movie producers on Broadway. Well, we were having an interesting conversation a few episodes ago about um, women creatives. So yeah. was it? It was waitress. Waitress was mm. the first show that had a full team of female creatives. A
3: photo of the creatives went up on Facebook today.
2: Yeah, of all, of all four. Yeah, it was so cute. Congratulations, them. Well Yay. done, Way Christine. Snaps for them. Snaps yeah. for them. Um, all right. Julie, do you have any more to share about the characters in the story?
3: That is all I really have to share. That is all.
2: Does One of you? my I, I think my favourite is Roger Debris.
3: Yeah. Roger Debris and actually Carmen. And Carmen, off offside of Carmen's hilarious. I feel,
1: I feel like you can't have those two without each other. Without like, each other, it's that's like right. you you gain more from the two of them together and in their interactions than you do with either. If I, either of them were in isolation, I have
3: laughed so hard watching you guys are like rehearse at the moment. Every time Carmen comes on stage with Roger, I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting ready to laugh. It's gonna be good. <laughs> gonna be hilarious. It's gonna be so good. <laughs>
2: Um, there's also the um, the so Franz was his last name Livkin. He's got a few fantastic moments in the show, but <laughs> um, I always enjoy his opening scene where he's he's singing his happy little German song with all the pigeons. Oh. That's uh, those pigeons steal this show for me. So uh, the characters go Max and Leo pigeons. Everyone else. I think. Sorry, sorry, Grace. It's not personal, um, but those pigeons are hilarious. De hooten, de guten
3: tub. The guten, like well, the guten hop. the hop club. Well, the
2: hop club doesn't feature the pigeons as much. In the hop clock. the pigeons. No, they sing in the yes. the no, old Bavaria. Uh, it's cool. old Bavaria. Cool. It's the cool. number before
3: hop club. They and yeah. do a bit of a. I saw Yeah, I saw it in, yeah, saw it in the score the other day, pigeon. and I wonder if I was a pigeon. I was like, "Am I a pigeon
2: in this? How much I you singing?" Am I? Should I, be? <laughs> Should I be? Well, let's Singing find out.
1: Um, let's throw some bread. Bread comes <laughs> in front of Julie and see what happens.
2: Let's find out what else the pigeons may or may not be in and Ooh. talk about the songs. Yes. And so now I'm going to uh, pass... To myself.
0: I was about to say, who's doing, what?
2: Heil me. (laughs) Heil myself. For I am talking about the songs in Da (laughs) Producers. All right, so um, there's a a little bit of an interesting story about the music in this show. Uh, So David Geffen persuaded Mel Brooks to turn his movie into a stage musical. Good job, David. And Brooks went, oh, okay, good idea. That's exactly how he that, sounds, <laughs> by the way. Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
3: that is the Zane least. almost
2: had a fit with how much that sounded like Mel Brooks. <laughs> um, he went to see Jerry Herman and said, hey, would you write the music for my show? I'm going to turn this into... You know, amuse that, call for the stage. And uh, Jerry Herman said, no. He, he said, I'm sorry, but you should write the music yourself. You're a pretty good songwriter. You do it. I've got shit to do. I'm busy. I'm writing, like, stuff. I don't know what he was writing at the time. But, but he turned around. He basically said to Mel Brooks, no, you do it. You're pretty good at this. You Go ahead. You write songs. Do it, man. And so he did. Uh, so the music, the the lyrics are all very Mel Brooks and the lyrics are really the star of this score, I I think. The music itself is a lot of um, homage and parody. It's basically taken Golden Era Broadway and rehashed it with ridiculous lyrics. It helps with the
0: tone of the whole thing. Absolutely, like, just, yeah. The, tone, the and, tone stays consistent through the whole thing. It's not like song... Story, song, story, song, story. Yeah,
2: it's It's beautifully done. Uh, So Brooks wrote the – obviously all of the lyrics and he did compose the music uh, but then he had a couple of people, Glenn Kelly and Doug Besterman, come on board to help arrange the music. So he would have done the bulk of the writing but then these guys have come in and turned it into Broadway, basically. (laughs) Um, So all of that happened is um, for – the opening of the stage show Um, and there was obviously a lot more music than appeared in the original movie. So the only music really that appeared in the original movie were a couple of clips um, of the auditions for the Hitler songs and they stayed pretty much the same into the show and the uh, title number of the show that they put on, Springtime for Hitler, which incidentally was the original working title of the movie. So the movie was original when Mel Brooks wrote it. He wrote "Springtime for Hitler." That was the title of the whole production, but he had a lot of trouble selling that to people, and it made him (laughs) change the name to the producers. Um, But that number was in the original. Um, but when it moved into the stage show, they added that whole section in the middle, the How Myself section. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Which is an amazing, like, that is like one
1: of my favorite moments in the whole show. Yeah.
2: So the, in the original movie, Hitler doesn't appear in that. at all there's just a picture of hitler flies in and everyone's like yeah let's goose step for days that's all that happens but when they added in all these other characters and um roger debris coming in to save the show that they put in that whole section which i think is one of the most beautiful moments in the whole show i
1: think it also epitomizes the whole like the ridiculously overindulgent tone of the whole show yes I feel for me anyway
2: it does it does um so apart from that uh, there was a whole lot of music that they put in um so let's talk about them let's talk about all of the numbers in the show a beautiful overture which features it it's actually a very traditional overture it's the pick Mm -hmm. and choose the themes from the show here they are all together Broadway melody mashup makes me happy (laughs) Yeah. I love a good really overture. I don't, modern shows don't have overtures and it drives I me know. nuts. Like, Why are you all on stage doing things? I just want to listen to the music and get in the mood. <laughs> anyway, enjoy the overture, guys. <laughs> Treat it with respect. Uh, the overture is followed by Opening Night, which features the Usherettes, and they're talking about the opening of Max's latest flop, um so they have this massive build-up as a lot of these songs do they have this big beautiful build-up land the gag and then the rest of the song continues so they build up this big oh it's opening night will it be great it'll be wonderful oh my god oh my god how did he do it how did he do it how did he manage to make the worst show on broadway then so a lot of the a lot of the songs follow that sort of pattern of build-up build-up gag um The next one, The King of Broadway, is Max singing about how he used to be somebody. Uh, And this is a really great parody of the entire score of Fiddler on the Roof, I think. (laughs) Um, Melded into one song. Uh, Then he and uh, Leo meet. um, They sing a little song called We Can Do It, which is Max trying to convince Leo is it, am I right?
1: Yeah, this is just after Leo poses his like his idea in hypotheticals. Hey,
2: maybe you could make more money yeah. with a flop. Yeah, and then Max is just like, "That's yes. a great idea. Let's do it." Um. <laughs> then Leo goes back to his sad little accountant's office, and um, sad little- his sad little accountant's office, uh, yeah, it's where they're true. all unhappy. Dun- Unhappy, yes. very, 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 and this actually the has Indian, quite a Jewish too. feel about yeah. it too. Oh, Indian when I do it, oh, sorry about that. Um, that's upsetting. Um, and then all the showgirls come out. He sings, "I want to be a producer." Would you like to give us a twelve-second snap? Oh my goodness! Help! Uh, On so spot! On the <laughs> you know, I haven't been. There. Me 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 me. me, me, me.
1: Oh, my gosh. If this is terrible, you have to cut it. <laughs> it won't be. It won't be. It cuts oh, my me. gosh.
2: He wants
0: to be. He's so
1: embarrassed. I am. Oh, my You're goodness. about
0: to sing in front of audiences. I am. Oh,
1: this my. Is but
2: nothing. I don't know. It's, it's just, hard. It's yeah. like Sys It's, probe. it's yeah, hard. Yeah, holy moly. it's <clears> Probe. <throat> <clears throat> I want to be a producer. Okay, that's fine. Thank you.
5: <laughs> <That's your call. laughs>
2: Um, And then we have a reprise of We Can Do It when Leo goes back to the office and says to Max, actually, let's do it. And then we get a reprise of I Want To Be A Producer. I want to be a producer. Thank you. Now he's singing with Max, so there's harmony as well, I'm sure. Um, We meet friends in Old Bavaria. With pigeons, <laughs> uh, so this this one is a, a like it's meant to sound like a traditional German folk song. Um, it does a beautiful job of that, and then we go into "Du guten Tag, Hop, klop which um, Franz <laughs> sings at or with Leo and Max. Would you say?
1: Mm. No, they, uh, he sings it with them because they have to sing this song with him to prove that they are loyal to the Führer, so that they can get the rights for springtime to Hitler.
2: As as all good producers do, they have to you know lay down their lives for Nazi Germany. Uh, <laughs> incidentally, in that throughout that song, uh, Max and Leo also take the Siegfried oath. Siegfried. Yes, yes, the it's- Siegfried oath. This is claiming that they are loyal to... Yeah,
1: it's a, a pledge to their beloved Fuhrer.
2: Yeah, it's very nice. That's actually a scene that got cut from the original film.
1: So it wasn't yeah. the original film, but it was cut.
2: It was in the original film, and then it got chip chopped Maybe uh, uh, it was Maybe too much. Maybe it was, cost too, cost much. Maybe yeah, it was right. too much. Too controversial. I was like, oh, well, let's put it in the musical. Everyone loves a bit of controversy we there.
3: We can get... Oh, we well, we'll just well, put song in... Everyone will it When was the first later. movie made, though? Wasn't it 16? yeah. 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 yeah that's only like too 20-ish soon. years away from the war.
2: Too soon. Like. Too soon? It was too soon. Potentially too soon, now? but then
3: by 2005. 2005- Don't worry about it. Cool with
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we move right on from there to keep it gay, keep it gay, keep it gay, <laughs> uh, featuring Roger Debris and his entire team of keep it gay palsies. Palsies? It's,
1: <laughs> it's almost like Queer Eye for the Straight Guy f- for a theatrical production,
2: well, <laughs> that's what theatre needs—a little more gay. In
3: the 2005 film, one of the guys from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy was in it. Yeah. Oh,
5: really? Yeah, yeah. he yeah.
3: comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is comes out. Yeah, with the. Oh no, it's serving, Jay. No, it's Jay. Jay, it was and he Jay. comes out serving um, something. It was like fruit yeah. or something on a platter. Wow.
2: Oh, was he Sabu? Yes.
3: There yeah, Yeah. Okay. Ah. Okay. But yeah. Boy, you know. Yeah.
2: Of course, one of the smaller characters that we did not mention but very important to the storyline, Sabu? Is he important? Is his that friends? his name? N- no, Sabu is yeah.
1: literally just a throwaway character. no yeah. yes, they- he's very
2: no, important. No, no, everyone, is, there's no small parts, <laughs> Joshua. Oh, yeah. My bad. Okay? I only
3: just got that only... Sabu is a name. Sabu, champagne. I, like,
2: literally thought that was, like, totally, yeah. just like a name. Sambuka, like like Sambuka, like, champagne. Yeah. Why not both? Ah, it was just a, an exclamation of delight. Why don't we have both? <laughs> uh, yeah, scantily clad, I believe, um... Much like many of the ladies in the film.
3: Hold up. Mm. Who is Cebu in. Will. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah that makes sense.
2: Will. We, we for everyone at him. home. We don't, <laughs> we don't ever really know every Um Shout well. out to Will. <laughs> and you can find him on Twitter at, at, at Will, Will or Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. Will. 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 Yeah. Facebook. He's like, Will.
5: <laughs> yeah.
2: Just Will. Just Will. <laughs> uh, and then and then are you ready drum so roll please a drum roll please when you've got it flaunt it and that's when I have heard about the
4: damage <laughs> no, <laughs> oh no I'm kidding <laughs> oh no I'm kidding yes.
2: Grace would you care to give us a better rendition than mine just now <sighs> do it do it, do it. Do do it. a bit of when you got it
4: flaunt it
2: Da-da-da. Step right up and start your stuff. Wow, wow. That was very nice. A full orchestration by our guests. We should have two guests more often <laughs> so they can work together. It's nice. Um, and then we have Along Came Biali." This is um, briefly, Max, but mostly a whole lot of little old ladies and they do a tap number with walking frames, which is pure... Genius! It is.
0: It's my favourite part of the whole
2: show. It's a lot of people's favourite part of the show. Little old ladies, cutest thing ever, with walking frames, even better, tap dancing, gold. And they may as well just drop the curtain there because it's done. But they don't. Instead Aww. instead they do an, a very traditional act one finale where we do a little bit of this and a little bit of that and there's like it's um, got – Five different parts, and everyone's singing their own songs. It's really exactly like West Side Story, but just completely different.
1: Literally in the score, it, there is like a note, a musical direction note. There, that, that finale is a la West Side Story or yes. something like that.
2: That's amazing. Well, it shows. Friendship, Miranda, I do. <laughs> I know. Thanks. Yay! <laughs> Got too excited, uh, and then we have a small break. For the Interval. Okay. Yes, yes. Intermission. <clears throat> Intermission? Yes. It's very nice. Um, I don't know what that was. <laughs> I had no idea Borat was in the producers. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> he is now. Closing oh, that. Yeah. He's,
4: yeah. he's nice.
2: <laughs> Let's get through the rest of the music. Okay, act two. Um, we have probably the first and only Somewhat serious song in the show, That Face. It's a a beautiful, romantic song where Leo and Ula fall in love and sing at each other's faces, literally. Mm. Literally.
0: It's beautiful. Okay. No, that was you... That was the pause for you to sing together, guys.
2: Yeah. Oh. We
0: don't sing
4: much together in this one. It's mostly yeah, us singing at each other. Yeah. And, and then, then we do a, a cheeky together. dance break. It's very Fred and Ginger. A
2: beautiful dance break. It is very Fred and Ginger Fred and or yeah. it's a lot like um, the number in um, the Singing in the Rain. Yeah. You know, with mm. the There's a lot wafting. of Singing in the Rain
4: little moments, especially um, there's like a little moment with Max, Leo, and and We do like a bit of a... <laughs> Yeah, Good I mean, morning,
2: Kanaji. Yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. sweet. Yay! Um, like I said, a lot of homage. Okay, so uh, then they they sing. They fall in love. Uh, that face reprise. That face. That face. Beautiful. Um, Franz sings again.
3: <laughs> yes, <Yeah, it's horrendous. laughs> You are beautiful. It was. Things.
4: Thank you. It's a bit more a of you. more
2: of those faces. What does Franz <laughs> sing? Um, then Hans shows the auditionees. So they're holding the auditions for yep. Hitler. There's a couple of songs that make a, a brief appearance. Um... Uh, something rather from Lilac Town. I'm not sure what that is. A wandering minstrel eye. Um, What's There's another. What's the, the, the wooden boy. And then he doesn't <laughs> get to the sing boy. it. That's it. Um, and then somebody comes on and uh, tries to sing Haben Sie das Deutsche Bahn? Haben
3: Sie gehört das Deutsche Bahn?
2: What she said. That one! Not surely. Um, and does a completely rubbish job of it. And Franz, the, the writer, gets up and shows him how it's really done and um, does a fantastic job of it.
3: Very catchy. Very
2: catchy. <laughs> um, and is then subsequently cast as Hitler <laughs> because no one else could do it that. Hitlery. The yes. I was going to say well and then I thought, no, that's not the word. Um, <laughs> so the usherettes pop out and uh, do opening night again. Uh, it's, this time it is the opening night of springtime for Hitler. Uh, Uh, Max and Leo are outside the theatre basically trying to just get in as much bad luck for this opening as possible. So um, they're saying good luck to absolutely everybody.
3: Oh, so he's not totally oblivious.
2: No, no. I
3: actually thought he was totally oblivious. So this whole
2: song does this repeat of um, it's bad luck to say good luck on opening night. Are you totally
3: oblivious? Yeah, yeah, Leo is oblivious. That's why
2: the song song, um,
1: appears because Leo's just like, Good luck, everyone. And then everyone's like, no, you don't say that. And then he's like, but why? And then everyone is saying, don't say good luck, but Max keeps saying good luck to everyone. Yes.
2: Right. For lols. With ya. For lols. 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 Um, and you, traditionally in this number, they throw in as many things as they can, like people walking onto ladders and black cats everywhere. Smash and, mirrors. And uh, smash mirrors. There must be more. There must be more. Um, and toward the end of the number, there's a catchy little da 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 Would you like to give us a bit of that?
5: Which one? Yeah. So Which
2: you one? never say good luck on opening night. It's bad luck. It's bad luck to say good luck on opening night. What am I, what am I singing? It's do you, you sing this number? Do you sing in the
1: summer? Good good in the yeah. summer? It's I'm bad thinking. luck to say good luck on opening night. Good luck. If you mm-hmm. do, I tell you something not tell you. Kind of you. It's it's I tell you things things good stuff about the things
2: and stuff. Yeah. So what do you say instead of good luck? You yep. say what you say is break a leg. They start playing it. Hitler breaking his leg. it's hilarious, predictable, but still hilarious um, so they then have to replace him and Uh-oh. obviously Roger debris steps in, and they start the springtime for Hitler number okay, so a couple of things about this number that I thought were fun little facts to share um. So this was written for the original film, as I mentioned before, and uh, they got to the first rehearsal and actually hadn't written it yet. Oh, so, oh yeah. Wow. So Mel Brooks sat down with, uh, with Olsen, who, whoever Olsen is, and uh, John Morris, who was helping compose the music for this number, he improvised the lyrics, and that's how they went in.
0: Wow!
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Wait, that's like the longest song in the show too. It is. Well, it, it didn't ex- have
2: that whole middle section. It's it didn't okay. have the whole middle section, 50. so it, we're just talking about the the spring even, time before Hitler. The even actual that and that, theme. Like,
3: put together is quite long. Yep.
2: Mel Brooks sat down next to a pianist at a piano, improvised the lyrics. They. Put the number together super fast. The choreographer just threw some stuff together. Um, Mel Brooks kept throwing in things like, hey, it'd be great if we had like showgirls with pretzels on their boobs and stuff. And is this is why I love Mel Brooks. Yeah. And it so just happened love. and it was amazing. And those lyrics then transferred to the musical without change. Amazing. They just, oh, well, let's just write some more of this and put in a whole section for Hitler in the middle.
3: Something I'm very curious about, which someone at the table may know the answer to, but. I wish mm-hmm. I did. Is a sound bite of Mel Brooks's voice included in the rights to the show? It is not. No. I'm
2: getting that Zane's just shaking his head. It's I not. haven't heard it in productions. Yeah. Mm. It's because him in the movie. It's definitely and him in the movie.
3: In the original Broadway
4: cast. They had it on stage. The, the sound Like a a, soundbite. a sound bite. Yeah. yeah in the original really. Broadway cast, mm. but dang shame.
2: Don't I don't think you get it. In. No.
3: You oh, there you go. Zane says you can ask. What do you for mean it? a
2: sound bite
1: of his so, voice?
3: So um, the really tiny part, what is it? Um, I was wondering too. off, and that is what they call oh. me, Ralph. Um, and then the next line, be, be, be a smarty, come and join the, the Nazi, Nazi party, things. is usually Mel Brooks's voice. Oh, uh, his in actual the, voice in the
4: original movie. It was original Broadway cast, original Broadway cast recording, and also the movie two thousand oh, I mean. two thousand five yeah. movie. Yeah, cool. so that's
3: why I was just wondering. I'm like, I wonder if it's an option. So you actually can to get, get that sign, for the show. Like I would love that. That'd be amazing. Mm. Sorry to anyone that like is just dying to do that.
1: <laughs> well, you get Dolly Pardon for nine to five. So yep,
2: yep, Yeah, yep, you do. Jesus. <laughs> so the um the other thing that changed in that number is the the it turned into a tap number. Oh, awesome. Yep. So they're also in the original it wasn't a tap number, but oh, right. but everything else, pretty much the same from the movie. Uh yeah. So there's also uh, there's the whole Hi Myself section in the middle. Sorry, that came out funny. And then the second half of Springtime for Hitler, which has the big like bah, bah, kick line yeah. moment in it. Oh, it's so beautiful. If only it wasn't about Hitler. <laughs> um, then it is accidentally a smash hit. Leon Max sing a little, oh, my God, what's going wrong? Where did we go right? Would you like to give us a moment? Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on, 12 seconds of every song. Um, probably... uh, Where did we go right? This one thing <laughs> no thing appropriate. No, there's no appropriate. Oh, that's <laughs> you're, you're so You away. Where There you go. Grace has done Grace it. Grace has done it. It's it's it. Done it. She's got me, you got me, boo. <laughs> uh, we get another reprise of that face because we can't get enough of that song. And then here it comes, the 11 o'clock number for Max Biala's stock. Betrayed. This is a fantastic showpiece for that character, for any performer who takes it on. And I think in the repertoire of musical theatre, guys really... Love the chance to sing this yeah. number. I would love the chance to sing right? this number, and I will never get to. Um, Unless the, we do a
0: gender
2: swap, gender swapped producer. producers with little old men. Oh, creepy! Um, oh yeah, <laughs> Wait, that's not nice. Not really. Um, one of the the things that I love about this, it's got um, a lot of. Feeling and angst and angry and stuff, but it also has this section in the middle where he literally does the entire show from start to that point. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> super quick. He does the whole thing. He recaps the entire show, um, taking grabs from the music yes. of every song that we've heard and uh, little snippets of the script. He does all the characters. Yeah. This is the one-man show version yeah. of the producers that happens in the middle of his song. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's very good. Fantastic. Um, so... Just quick note to everyone out there, if you want to know all the music and the producers but can't be, you know, can't spend the time listening Betrayed. to the whole thing, just listen to Betrayed. You've got the whole show right there.
3: <laughs> the whole what show. What Miranda's saying is if you're me, and sometimes you're just a little too lazy to to If you're Julie the you don't show. want to do your
2: homework, um, oh just listen to Betrayed. Um, we do have a little bit after that that you're not going to get in in Betrayed, so perhaps listen from Betrayed to the end, so you would also get Till Him," which uh, you would think sounds like a love song, um, and it is in it a is. way. It's a love song. It's a best, it's a best friend, friend love a song. Best, best friend, a, yeah. b- a, bromance a bromance song. It's a
1: bromance song.
2: So this is Leo coming back in and telling Max, "You know, I was nothing without you."
1: <laughs> Tears.
2: You made me who I am. (laughs) Uh, Followed by Prisoners of Love, which is the show that they they write in uh, when they're in the slammer. Yes, Uh, Leo and Max, which is oh musically, I've got to say, not the best part in the whole show. Is that Leo? Leo and Max. It's it's a finale number, and sometimes sometimes I get a feeling in shows the finale number is like just get to the bows. Kind yeah. of wrapping it up, wrapping it up. Let's all wrap it up and take a bow, Donna.
0: That can we put that in a sh- just that in a show? Just that's yeah. the
2: whole show. <laughs> Getting to the bows, the musical. <laughs> Getting, to, Getting the to the bows, um, but but in a very <laughs> Mel Brooks fashion, it is followed by. Uh, now, does this happen after bows? After bows. After, after bows. When we're ready to go. So finale, finale, finale. Everyone bow, 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 bow. Applause, applause, applause. Applause dying. Let's sing one more song as they go. And it basically says, if you love the show, tell everyone you know. And if you didn't, shut your big fat mouth. Okay, bye. <laughs> is that it? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Pretty much. yeah. Wow. Um, I love a good send-off where you basically tell the audience off and you say, right, we're done. Get out, go home. da And this is the end of Miranda's segment. Let's talk famous people who yes. we've seen in the nice. cast of The Producers. Oh,
0: amazing. Let's start with the original Broadway cast and then we'll like, make our way through. So obviously we know that Nathan Lane and Matt Broderick have been Max and Leo. So in the original cast, Roger Debris was played by Gary Beach. Carmen was played <gasps> by Roger Bart. Ulla Inga Hansen, Benson Janssen, Swanen, Swansea, Blue, Katie Huffman was that one. She's got so many names. It's just too much. Katie's
2: um, kind of easier to say. Katie is
0: so much And hey dog Franz was played by Brad Oscar. Now during its Broadway run, Max's replacement and this is my favorite. Sorry everybody else. I'm not going to mention you, but Tony Danza took Whoa. over the role
2: <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh, how did I c- never know this? Right?
0: I didn't know it either.
2: Tony Danza.
0: Tony Danza. Tony yeah. Danza. Yeah, i got to Google that. That would be Tony hilarious. Tony Danza played Max. Um, no, why? And Roger Bart, who played Carmen, went into the role of Leo. And Brad Oscar, who played Franz, went into the role of Max um, after Tony had, had finished his run. So that's really cool. Um, Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick were there for the Chicago tryouts. They have been there for basically the whole thing. Um, I like that Susan um, Stroman. um, She directed and choreographed the show. It's it's nice that I like that. It's like the director choreographer, and Mm. she's a woman. Like it's just like really awesome. Such a male heavy for such a male heavy show. Yeah, interjection.
3: Yes. I have just Googled Tony Dancer as, Tony Danzer as Max. Tony Danzer. T- me closer, Tony, Tony Danza.
2: <laughs> I was like, that is what I know his name from most. Me too. <laughs> me
3: too. So I've Googled it, him as Max, and it's come up with a picture of himself as Max with mm. his Leo Bloom. Mm. I hadn't, I, I, you probably just said it and it didn't even click to me, yeah. like that Roger Bart is Carmen. Yes. It didn't even click
0: yeah. until I
4: like, looked at the face. But that is Roger Bart. So That's he also so went on to
0: play he, Leo. Yeah, Roger went on to play Leo. And then back to Carmen. Then, well, not well, Carmen. Yes, Carmen. Possibly. So it might have been like an in between. So he went and back. And just to, to clarify,
2: on. he was playing Leo while Tony Danzel <laughs> was playing Max. Did yes. yes. see
3: the photo? I'll, I'll send a link to the photo. It's. But it's I've also true. watched a hefty amount of Desperate Housewives at the moment, so I can't not look at Roger Bart in terms of his role in Desperate Housewives. <laughs> well, he was also All the right.
4: voice of Hercules. Oh, I'm Just on the no. side
0: note. Yeah. Bless my soul. I couldn't
3: believe until I heard it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so then we go into the US tours. Um, the first touring cast was... Lewis Stadlin and Don Stevenson, who had had a go on Broadway, both of them in Max and Leo respectively. But then when they moved to LA and they did the LA tour, Jason Alexander and Martin Short took over. Sorry, as Leo oh, and Max. Oh wow! What? Yeah. So Jason Alexander was Max, and Martin Short was Leo. Oh, ben, that would have been um, awesome. If I, I think if I could have any cast after Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick, yeah. that would that would be it for like, me. I'm I not
3: sure about it is. vocally, but I really want to see it. Yeah. Like Martin Short, I know, can sing. I just didn't know Jason Alexander could sing.
0: So that's exciting. Mm. They did LA and they did San Francisco, so... Which is pretty exciting. And then from then on, Boston and all of the other ones, um, Brad Oscar came back to do Max. So he played Franz, he'd done Max on Broadway, and he came back to do Max again. And Andy Taylor played Leo. And then we get to West End. Now, <laughs> this is where I start to love Nathan Lane. Um, not that I didn't already. So Richard. I was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> I love him so much. Um, Richard Dreyfus was originally playing Max. Um, so I went to West End in 2004. Um, but he was let go because the producers were like, we don't think you're going to be able to do this. And so four days before the preview started, they let him go and they brought back Nathan Lane. So Nathan Lane then did the West End um, season for just a few weeks. until Four days. Four days prior they flew him in, yeah. Yeah, four days. Oh, my. (laughs) So Lee Evans um, played Leo um, he was in the movie
2: Mouse
0: Hunt. I don't know if anyone's seen yes. it. Yeah, um, um, Lee Zimmerman, big fan. Big Uwe. fan. <laughs> and well,
1: just fun fact: Nathan Lane was also in Mouse Hunt as see. well. Yeah, they yeah. were like co-stars together.
5: Yeah. yeah.
0: So oh, totally. I think that was like that's nice too. Like he didn't really have to find a rapport with his Leo; he already had it. So that's cool too. Um, so then, what happened in in New York is. The ticket sales started to drop a bit and the show wasn't as popular. So they brought Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick back and just, like, beat their own personal best. So they'd already bought, like broken box office records originally. They dropped. They brought back the two amazing leads and broke box office records again <laughs> with the return of Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick. Um, the UK tour went to Manchester and stuff. Joe Pascal took over the role of Leo. That name sounds familiar. Yeah, that's I think he's was he Avenue then. Q, I think. And maybe Bridges of... America. No, what's that Steve one? Steven Pascal. Steven so Pascal. Pa- that's the, it's the Wrong last Pascal. name that Pas- gets me. Wow. It's Pascal. All right. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait for it. Um, <laughs> something funny oh, is coming up, guys. I'm going to brace myself. So... The Las Vegas production happened. No, um, <laughs> no. It didn't. In two thousand seven and two thousand eight, oh. um, we have Brad Oscar is, coming back. So post film, of it, this is post film. Um, Brad Oscar is also an absolute trooper for just swapping in between. <laughs> How these many roles? years has he been working right? on the show? It's it? <laughs> awesome. And Lee Zimmerman came back as Ula, but this one takes the cake. Mm. After Tony Danza, oh, no, what? who stepped back into Bielis Stock with <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, um, but only after. On oh, no, the What? David Hassel <gasps> played Roger Debris.
2: <laughs> oh, actually, no, oh, no. Only in Vegas. <laughs> I went only in Vegas. I probably Who would pay to also see heard that? that. the
4: Vegas production was shortened. Yes, so it
3: wasn't the full length show no
4: so <laughs> what
2: What would you cut out what? of the producers
3: <laughs> maybe they just cut out the middle part of springtime for Hitler
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Just, just made it five minutes shorter <laughs> um, David Hasselhoff is now playing <laughs> Roger Debris so yeah. that oh, whole section has no. gone it's gone it's gone
0: there's been a lot of other touring shows but it's gone to the Hollywood Bowl which is also a big thing in America to take shows to the Hollywood Bowl
2: I've been to the Hollywood Bowl have oh, have you? when it was closed
0: oh. <laughs> (laughs) So this one saw um, uh, Roger Bart back in as Leo. Gary Beach came back in as... No, sorry, that's wrong. Roger Bart went back in as Carmen. (laughs) Gary went back in as Roger. And then they also brought in Jesse Tyler Ferguson as Leo in The Modern Family. He was in Spelling Bee. He's done a lot of things. And Dane Cook as Franz who what? is a um, actor in what? America who is in a lot Wait, of what? comedies and yeah he's a comedian. No, that's I don't I um, don't know. And Rebecca Romijn... Roman That
2: name sounds um, familiar. Is, is, is it
0: also an actor um, she came in as ula Ula Ula
2: all um, dance.
0: Other mentions, the UK and Island tour had Ross Noble in it as Franz. He's a comedian.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome.
0: <laughs> um, and then obviously we have the movie, which saw all of the um, – most of the original Broadway cast come back, except for Brad Oscar, who's been the trooper of the entire piece. Oh. Um, but he couldn't play Franz because he'd just signed his Broadway contract as Max again and decided that he would keep – there but he does have a brief cameo as a cab driver in the film
2: oh really yeah i'm gonna have yeah. to look that up
0: and katie huffman did not come back as uma they were replaced by will farrell and uma thurman so i mean we know that these guys here with us today are playing leo and ula in brisbane we know will's in the brisbane show <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to see will guys. shut up for will.
2: i um I so, didn't even think about no. anyone else in the cast. I was like, Will is in this? I am there. <laughs> I have booked so, ten tickets for yeah, opening just night. For Will, just Will. for Will. I'm going to take you flowers, Will.
0: <laughs> so I guess um, this is a big show for, for particularly comedians going in and out of the roles of, of Max and Leo and Roger particularly. So, yeah, it's been, it's been a time. There's been many uh, many a name.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't believe how many of them sort of came and went and swapped yeah, in roles, yeah. but really just stayed with the production, the yeah. show, for such a long time. And Imagine multiple, loving something
3: that much yeah. too. That you're like, I'll play any role, doesn't matter. Like in
0: any form, if it's the film I'm in, if it's the West End, <laughs> yeah. if it's Broadway, I'm in. Like, bring it to Australia with the original cast. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. yes, <gasps> amazing! I got to see um, Nathan Lane, die. and Matthew Broderick in its <gasps> only a play. And oh. their dynamic on stage is just – it's like that that perfect – They're made
2: for each other, made, aren't they? They're
0: made for each other and you can see when Nathan Lane's about to, like, cuss with it, <laughs> like, he's just going to mess with and you can see Matthew Broderick's fear in his eyes <laughs> being like, what am I about to have to deal with? It's beautiful and they – I think they are just such a great team and this show wouldn't be the same without them. But yeah, I, I yeah, that's me done. Cool, cool, guys. cool. Well,
2: if we had to cast the show without them, though,
0: we would have to come up with maybe like a dream cast.
2: Let's them. do that. Yeah. Let's cast this baby. Who are we putting in the producers?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had one request.
2: Yes, from our producer
3: today. Zane C. Weber would like to see Mel Brooks in the role of Franz Liebkamp.
2: Oh, my. Yes. Is he not outrageously Jewish?
3: He is outrageously Jewish. So I think Zane's idea here is outrageously Jewish playing, playing, playing outrageously Nazi. Nazi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> neo-Nazi, actually. Oh,
2: gosh. <laughs> you know what, though? That would be priceless to see, Yay. not necessarily for that reason, but because Mel Brooks, just to watch him do hilarious. his own work really is a beautiful thing. Whenever
3: he is in his own work, it brightens my soul. <laughs>
2: it's wonderful. He's very good. So what about the other two boys?
1: I would love to see Norbelio Butz play Max. Oh!
3: Oh. And for the people no, who no, don't know who Nobelian Buntz is. He
1: originated the role of Fierro. He played Leo, um, but. He played the dude in the last five years. Okay,
3: with you now. Yeah. Um, playing I'm Max. on board. Sorry, Max. As
1: Ma- I reckon he could. Because he also plays, like, I think he's very good at comedy, but also he's got that kind of like that really like old man being around the block kind of vibe. Like he also plays. He's also in a Catch uh, Catch Me If You Can. Yeah, he is as the like the cop.
0: Yeah,
2: I yeah.
1: think yeah. I think he I think he could kick it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously Zach Efron's going to be playing. <laughs> Stop.
0: Stop. 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 Yeah. Um, do it we didn't do it. Miranda oh. did it. Can we just mention <laughs> that, listeners? That wasn't us. <laughs> um, as Carmen, Carmen or as um, Sabu? Sabu. Yeah. Sabu.
2: Okay, good. Yeah, Car- cameo appearance. Got him in the gray Yeah, yeah. 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 Guys, I'm so Sorry, glad that this He'll is be playing now. the role of Will. <laughs> <The> role of <laughs> yeah. Will.
3: Yeah. Will is going to get the biggest head up here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do I even know Will?
1: I don't know. No. You don't. Please, Please. I think. so. Do I? Yeah, like Will is in 24 Hour Musical Will. Oh, oh my god, oh, you yeah, yeah, that oh, Will. Will. Apparently, I He has a
3: backstory. <laughs> <laughs> Will
2: Who? Will Chen. No, <laughs> Will, Will. Will, Will, Will. Hines. You you know Will. <laughs> Yeah, I know Will. Is hey, Will, Zach Efron of Savoy <laughs> Arts Production. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I get it. In the role of Zach Efron, uh, in will. the role of Zac Efron, we'll be playing <laughs> Will. Okay, so we've will. got a Max, we've got a Sabu,
0: yeah, we've got <laughs> a France. Slash, a Carmen. We'll we'll find. Okay, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Leo. I,
1: I reckon Andrew Reynolds as Leo.
3: Oh, Andrew Reynolds? What? Yeah. Yeah. I like Elder that. Price. Or well, we could just go like Pretty much two anyone pairing.
2: from we Mormon. Could, we,
0: we could I do Josh any, Gad and Andrew Reynolds. Oh, again. I would oh. really like to see Ben Platt as Leo.
2: Yeah, actually. So technically, anyone from Mormon. I would just like to Ben Platt as anything. I would just like
0: Cunningham to like, Leo? have have a coffee with Ben Platt and just, like, sit down and be friends. That's what I would really
2: like. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see him in the
0: dream cast of KB's life. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Cool. Um, <laughs> if we were doing an Australian production, mm. I think I would love to see, like, Mitchell Butel and Josh <gasps> Thomas play Max and oh.
2: Leo. <laughs> well, which one is which, though? I feel like they're both Leos.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: but... No,
0: say say no. The producer says no. And when the producer says no, we, we need Zane to change. on this episode. <laughs> Do what you like. Do what you like. Do what um, you like. Mitchell probably first as Leo. Um, but I, yeah, I would, I think, I don't know, Josh has Josh that, Thomas would sell it. He would sell that like naive, socially awkward. Uh, yeah. I've never seen Josh Thomas sing. I don't well, know they, if he can sing. They could share the role. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> David Hasselhoff, <laughs> oh, <guys. And> David <laughs> Hasselhoff, David sees <laughs> himself a singer. <laughs>
3: um, they could
0: share the role. Maybe they, like, every second night they, they alternate.
3: Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, guys. <laughs> Who would Roger? We haven't had a Roger. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like a, a, a solid... RuPaul. RuPaul. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Myself, Michelle Beside. <Okay. laughs> Anyone on Drag Race? Can I put it out there and have RuPaul as Ula? Yes. That's a lot of leg. He's yes. A, it is. She's a tall lady. I would
2: love like yes. to see
0: that. Let's decrease the number of females in this <laughs> show. only uh, <there's
2: laughs> one female in the main role. Sorry. I'm making anyway. it a
3: mess. Yeah. <laughs> Dear producers, casting agents. <laughs> is there one of those? It's. Well, aren't we doing it right now? Uh,
2: we are. Um, Anyone else you want to throw in the mix?
4: I mean, I, I have a special insight into the role, but I feel like Ulla is an incredibly hard role just to star cast, which is what they did try to do in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're asking somebody to essentially do a backflip off a table and belt a high
0: F, yeah. you can't just cast any olds. No. Yeah. I reckon Catherine Zeta-Jones could do it. No. She, she could do anything. She could do anything. She can do anything. Can she? She's yes. an alto. We can change. Well, we can well, change the keys I, I for I, others. That's
3: the, that's the thing, though, because you can't just ask anyone to belt a high F and do a backflip off the table. But you can take it down
2: a couple of yeah tones, or to take
0: but, out the backflip.
2: Is that what they did in the film? They changed the key. I
4: think they did definitely change the key in the film. She did the quite a bit lower, so and that long. was a dance double doing the split. And
0: yeah. I, I think she, did her own Uma split. did not do her own split on the movie. Long? It's a can lot of it's talking until you can do this. Like not, in a, not in a not in, yeah, in a guys. film time frame, guys. <laughs> I don't know. If you okay, understand. <laughs> okay.
2: So we won't stunt cast her. No. Uh, Grace will just have to play her forever. Oh, if I have uh, to. <laughs> in the cast, I'm signed up. Mel Brooks yeah. uh, and in, Will and Will. Oh my god! <laughs> no, Zach Ebron will be playing the role oh, of Will. Oh right. yeah, my
0: Zach, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. And
2: also, if he's not listening by now. <laughs> um. Anyone else we want to throw in? What about the little old ladies? I would love to see like oh. the who's who,
0: like Helen Mirren, Maggie oh, yes. Smith. Can. Oh my God Judy does. And Betty White. Like <laughs> Betty <laughs> White. just
3: Oh Betty White as the main the main old lady. The main old oh. lady. I would love to hear that filth come out of her mouth. Yeah. But then again, I'd also love to hear that filth come out of Julie Andrews' mouth. Yeah, oh. right. Because I know that filth does come out who. of her mouth.
2: That would be great. Yes. Okay, so Betty White. Yeah. Julie Andrews. Yeah. Um, Maggie Smith. Judy Dance, I reckon. I'd Judy, go, Dan- Judy, Judy Dance. Judy Dance. Yeah. Maggie Smith. And then you could just fill out the ensemble of yeah. old ladies with, with the oh best whoa. of the with best. With the
4: best of the best, right? Yeah. I do have to add in another Maxo.
2: Yeah.
4: Um, especially if we're gender swapping. Meryl Streep. Oh, as like, Max Bial. As
2: Stock. Max Stock. Stock. Now that is a woman who can How do anything. How incredible would that
0: be? Zane approves that message.
2: <laughs> we
0: could see who this the favourite is, is today. <laughs>
2: <approved>. <laughs> and on that note, let's move on. <laughs> okay, so the producers. Yes, Top five shows about producers. Great one. Yes. <laughs> Great one.
0: Um, I think we have to bring back the top five list about broad top five shows
2: about Broadway. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 What, else, was, what else what else would did we put on that list? <laughs> um Forty Second Street. Forty Second Street. The producers. I think we have to put other shows on oh, that. Oh, that we we thought, should.
3: Was the title of Show? Or is that not? Was it that one?
4: I don't
2: remember. No, it so it it been. Would it show? be in the top five? Would it be in top five? Uh,
3: mm-hmm. Top five Welcome musicals to... with dancing grannies.
2: Great. How many are there?
3: Depends on the It's
2: a how top one list. list.
3: <laughs> <laughs> how many other shows? <laughs> <laughs> dancing <laughs> grannies. Well, then it,
2: it's the number one, isn't it? Oh, one of one. Congratulations. Yay.
1: I think definitely the top five most ridiculous shows.
2: Top five (laughs) most ridiculous ridiculous shows. shows. Full stop. Full stop. Done. Um, Um, Top five shows featuring Nazis. Oh.
0: Well, that and sound of music. Um, Oh, this is more than that. And cabaret. Cabaret and the producers, the sound of music,
2: and some other shows that aren't as good.
0: (laughs) good. Mm. Um, Top five dynamic duos. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Top. Five musicals with illegal dance moves. Illegal. If not done illegal? in a satirical fashion.
0: Yeah.
4: Oh Is yeah. It
3: illegal. It's illegal to heil Hitler. Huh. In Germany. Everywhere. Is it? It's
4: no. Wow. Yeah.
2: Mm. Not cool. I mean whether it's illegal or not, it's just not cool. It's not cool. Mm. Hashtag mm. <laughs> <laughs> If anyone from yeah. No, let's move on. I mean, let's let's not, uh, got, it's not for when use. We don't care. Okay.
0: Um, top five. Uh, I was about to say male heavy shows, but there are
2: so many. That, there are that, so That's like the top many. 100 male heavy <laughs> shows. Um, top five shows featuring a pretzel.
3: Top five. Five shows. Hang we
2: on, more shows should feature pretzels. Yeah, oh we, we put could put that do like
3: there? a Seinfeld musical. We
0: could all about pretzels. All, all about pretzels. pretzels. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. And it could be called "These Pretzels Are Making Me Thirsty."
0: That's
2: that's a long title, but do you have to put the pauses in between. Each yeah. thing? yeah, okay. Okay. you do totally. Okay, uh, top five shows within a show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Are we going to go top five for that? Yep.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy. I was going to say top top five shows with tap dancing stormtroopers.
2: Uh, again, I'm not sure how many others there are. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You're getting really top five. Star, <laughs>
0: Star Wars the musical, I'm sure, is in the making. So yeah. it all might be... Um, there would be tap dancing, stall trees. Surely. For sure.
2: <laughs> for sure. Maybe
3: the longest tap numbers then. Top five longest tap numbers.
2: I don't think it could make top five. There's a it... lot of long tap numbers out and there. Anything goes 40
3: seconds straight. It's, 40 seconds, it's not that long.
2: Is it? Oh, longer than Springtime for Hitler. Mm, Springtime Hitler
3: Hitler's like a good nine minutes long. Yeah, but
2: you're counting the whole bit in the middle where there's no tapping because Hitler's just going going at the show going, oh, great.
3: I'm sorry, but Ulla taps during that bit.
2: She does challenge tap. Challenge Challenge tap.
3: tap. Adolf digs a challenge
2: tap. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll give you top five challenge taps. And also,
3: (laughs) may have been Zane's and not mine.
2: <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. You're going to get to the producer more, more now, in. Miranda. Well, when the producer if the gets to... People know. off mic can stop contributing to the
3: like, <laughs> Oh, wow, I got a heap more. I should have opened the message <laughs> <laughs> earlier. Top five bromances, which yeah. is kind yeah, of the definitely. same as the, the duo. Yes,
2: yes. What else does Zane have for us today?
3: Zane <laughs> <He> also has <laughs> top five songs about gay people. I don't know if it's top five, is it?
2: There's got to be a lot of songs about Avenue gay people. Q. Are you talking specifically? Are you talking? Sorry, I was looking at Julie when I said, Are you talking? And decided to turn to Zane. Are you talking specifically about Keep It Gay, Keep It Gay, Keep It Gay? Yes, okay. he is. He's um, it is a pretty good song, but I feel like it's not actually about gay people. I think it's about Keeping. gay ideas and gay concepts and equality.
0: Mic drop, that was Miranda's <laughs> mic
2: drop moment everyone
3: <laughs> Alright, fine I'm just, I'll pop in one of my, my Actually, an top actual Julie top yeah. five Top five musicals that encourage failure yeah.
0: oh, dear. Oh. Oh. Top, oh dear Top five Musicals about fraud <laughs> yeah. yeah Okay. That, and catch um, me if you can
3: Is that it? <laughs> no, there'd be a few I feel like some aspects of um, Anything Goes are a bit fraudy
2: Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Anyway,
3: you try to get someone onto a boat that's not the actual person. Fraud. 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 Grace? Top ideas?
4: five sausage fests.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> there you go. It's yeah. Yeah. Both, okay. <laughs>
4: both in costume and in the amount of sausages on stage.
1: <laughs> I think that's great. That's great. I love it. In that, along that line, then maybe top five shows with lots of innuendo. Mm. I feel like there's like mm. so much tongue in cheek in this show.
2: Ninety percent innuendo. Yeah. Um, actually, no. There's quite a bit that isn't innuendo. It's just straight up. There's, <laughs> yeah. like, there's no innuendo. There's there's no no high metaphor. It. It's just hey, I'm talking about this. this. Yeah. <laughs> about what this? this. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, so are we done with top five lists?
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like
2: there's a lot that this show is worthy of. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw one more out there for good luck. Mm-hmm. Big call. Top five musical comedies. Yeah, I'd pay I that. I I love it. With comedy that. being the key word there, yeah. this show is freaking hilarious Yeah, from the first note of the opening number through to the end of the yeah. bows. Yeah. Yeah. It is gag after gag after gag and they are all funny. And then yeah. you watch it again and they're still funny. Yeah, And then you watch it again with David Hasselhoff and it's still funny. <laughs> it's it's for a different, different reason. Yeah, for a yeah. different um, So I... I would put it up there (laughs) in the top five. Top five miscast jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we didn't see it. He may have been a great triumph. They did cut the season short, though. I'm not sure if that was related. (laughs) It's Vegas.
3: Anything could happen. Maybe he had governing jobs to do. I don't know.
2: Well, Vegas learnt their lesson. Let's see what else we learnt from the producers. learned from the producers
3: um hitler had a fabulous side
2: he was a very good dancer according (laughs) to the script (laughs) um
0: that even the best plans may go
2: awry (laughs) awry or in fact right (laughs) Which makes them awry. Yeah. It's very confusing, isn't it? It's very confusing. It? Yes. Yeah. Um, apparently you, you can produce a Broadway musical for less than $2 million. Which That's I find amazing. Yeah. Uh, but I think that was... Sick.
1: 1959 or yeah, something. Or yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Lol. Lol. <laughs> what is the actual line when they say um, you raise a million dollars and then you put the show on for, is it just a few thousand, isn't it? $100,000 flop. A $100,000 show. If you could produce a show on Broadway for $100,000, wouldn't that be amazing? That would be amazing. I don't think that would be the theater hire for one week on Broadway. <laughs> I don't know what they go for. But
3: that's the idea of the show as well. Like they're not making a good show for Broadway, they're making a rubbish show for Broadway. So that you could make a rubbish show for Broadway with $100,000.
2: And don't pay your
0: car. Challenge
2: accepted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, let's move to New York and test this theory. Step one. <laughs> find a show. Is that step one? Have I forgotten already? Julie, you did worst these one. earlier. A worst play, find the worst play ever written. Oh, I always get that wrong. Um, what else did we learn? I learned Mel Brooks is a goddamn genius. Genius. Um, of, I think a lot of people already, already knew. Yeah. I think I knew when I saw Men in Tights. Yeah, absolutely. So that okay. was my first. Even him
3: as the moil in that just makes my heart sing. Sing,
2: <laughs> sing of, song of. Mel. Mel. That's what oh. I, yeah, I
3: sing a song of circus. <laughs> anyway, I learnt that um, grannies are horn
2: dogs too.
1: Mm. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to steal my uh, co-stars' lines, but I think – I learned that you when you got it flaunted, it. It's Ooh. definitely uh a Ooh, thing. that is Hello. a good
2: lesson a to learn. Yeah. Audiences love a G string. <laughs> yeah. It's true. And it's violinists
3: true. love to play in E string.
2: I I don't Okay.
3: We can only be told. okay. Violinists. These are the love things that we play learned. in E string. But good. audiences
4: They love a G string. They love a good G string. <laughs>
0: um I oh I learnt that um, success and money is nothing without your friends and your loved ones. Oh, Stop it, guys!
2: Yeah. Yes. Yes. You should always come back, come back from Rio. You should always to go to jail from- with your best friend, right? Yeah, that's. I, I think we probably learned the best lessons from the show from Leo. Really. Yeah. Leo's the character that goes on the learning journey. Yeah. The hashtag
1: moral compass. <laughs> hashtag
2: moral compass. Is that a real. <laughs> learning all about morality from Max Bialis <laughs> was your first big mistake. Uh, no, But he does. He does. He learns about, you know, standing up for what he wants, going after what he wants. <laughs> then he learns how to be a decent person.
1: <laughs> I think, like, in terms of Leo, like, what you get from Leo is like, that guy who everyone has like dreams and aspirations that they want that they have for themselves, but there's always something in your life and in your mind which stops you from taking what you want. And I think Leo's a great like personification of that idea that like you can do things when you remove the biggest barrier to them, which is you.
2: Oh. Joshua beautiful. that was beautifully poured. Boom <laughs> <laughs> And that was Josh dropping his mind. Yeah. No, that's good. And I think probably the most important lesson, um, I personally learnt from working on the show that you can costume a massive cast in, what was it, under two weeks.
0: Oh my Woo! goodness, Miranda, that is amazing.
2: I know, I'm pretty awesome. You are. Um, well, it wasn't sack. just me, there were potato a lot sack. of people helping us. Potato sack. <laughs> <laughs> potato sack done. Pretty just... much. <laughs> but they were stripy fabric potato yeah. sacks, yes. <laughs> yep, it was great
0: um prisoners could write a really great musical
2: prisoners could be a really great musical yeah. <laughs> prisoners the musical <laughs> I would watch that prison break the musical
3: <laughs> no prison the
2: Okay, well, we have learned things, we've cast things, mm-hmm. we've put it in lists, we know everything about the producers now. Is that, is that right? Have we missed I, anything? I feel
0: like that's right. I feel like mm. I am the producer. The producer.
2: <laughs> that's amazing. Well, if that's all we have to say, then I guess that is all we have to say. And it is time to thank our guests. Yay. Thank you very much, Grace. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. You're welcome. We're not quite going to let you go yet because we would like you to tell us about Savoyards, the producers, before you go. So when's it happening? Where's it happening? How can I buy tickets? Oh, okay.
4: Um, Tickets are available via the Sav's website, um, which I believe is uh, www.savoyards.com.au. So we open 23rd of September and we close 7th of October, so that's a three-week run, so you've got plenty of time to come see us. Um, Check us out via hashtag Savs the Producers. That's available on Instagram and Facebook. Um, As well as at Savoyards Theatre Brisbane. Um, And that's on Instagram.
5: Awesome. Nice. We're everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere.
2: Everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) On the internet. Uh, Well, we wish you all the best for your season. Um, I'm looking – I will be there on opening night, so – uh, Ooh, yes. be awesome and I'll see you there <laughs> thanks mates. great <laughs> doing business with y'all <laughs> it's all very exciting now um, before you go we would love it if you could help us and this is for mm-hmm. all of you listening oh, not just our two guests here today uh, by finding us yes. on iTunes Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts
0: it's the purple one the purple one? Yeah, with a a, purple like. App. it has like a little eye and then like two circles around the eye. Okay, so here's what we I would love
2: you one. to do. We would love you to profound? open up that app. You got it? She's done it. it. She's done it. She's got it. Um, hit the search button and look for us. Musicals taught me everything I know. Crushed it. If you start typing in musicals, we're probably going to pop up like number one right there at the we top. We actually are. Yeah. We are? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited by that. I don't know why. Uh, and then you're going to hit... Review.
3: Crushed it. Done.
2: Done. We're on it. Okay, you have a number of stars to choose from. We like the five stars because there's more stars in that yeah. than less than that. That is math for you guys. <laughs> okay? Oh, wow. Uh,
1: is it like click, with- on,
2: click on some stars. Is it like what?
1: I was going to say, is it like being an Uber driver if you get like less than five stars you get fired oh I hope
2: not (laughs) not give us five we love five look five stars helps us out with uh, you know the magic things that happen with numbers in iTunes land Mm -hmm. and it helps um, more people find us so if you are enjoying this and you want us to keep making episodes and talking about stuff if you'd like other people to host instead of me you can feel free to write that in your review Um, or if you really love hearing me talk, you can write that as well. Uh, so, write whatever you like, and while you're doing that, uh, write something nice like we got from our friends over at Panic Productions. They gave us five stars with the tagline Fridays just got better. Love it, guys. Thank you for bringing this into my life. Love it so far and can't wait to hear the next episodes. So we're doing this for you. We're doing this for you, Panic. Thanks for five Thanks, stars. Three cheers. Well, no, we don't have time for that. Cheers. Let's move on. Uh, so thank you very much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for writing a review. Do you want to tell us what you wrote? You don't have to.
4: I haven't written anything yet. Oh, gosh. <laughs> give, me, give
2: me five seconds.
4: I'll write something. Okay.
3: <laughs> She's typing <laughs> Julie is Julie the hottest. Is. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. That's
2: oh, friendly. Submit. She, Julie definitely didn't make that up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you're looking for us in other places other than mm. iTunes, iTunes Land, mm-hmm. uh, the Apple Podcast app, and subscribe if you haven't already. If you're listening to this going, hey, there must be more episodes of this around. Yeah. Then we've got some old ones you can catch up on and plenty yeah. more still to come. And it will
0: tell you when there's a new episode. They're waiting subscribe. for you If you subscribe, yeah. Yeah, it
2: will even download it so <gasps> you can just listen to it whenever it you want. It takes all the work out for you guys. <laughs> uh, but if you want to find us on our socials, facebook.com, musicals te- taught me everything I know... Our Twitter handle is at musicals teach me. You can email us if you're still into that sort of thing. Well, we do uh, have a scribe. So. Uh, yeah. And uh, Julie, will pen you a reply if you send us an email. Musicals taught me podcast at gmail.com. And if you're feeling particularly generous, we mm. would love you to visit our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. And you can hand us a couple of bucks a month so we can buy sugar. And I you get
0: some huge. bonuses.
2: What kind of bonuses, KB? <gasps> like
0: our first two test episodes that are hilarious.
2: And they were such great shows. We talked about them for a long time. But you won't know what so they value are. Value for money. You. you know
3: what else you got? What? My drawings.
2: Right, what drawings, Julie? While we're talking, (laughs) while we're talking, Julie likes to uh, pen a few pictures. (laughs) She she just scribbles, she doodles, and if you want to see those, you can if you become a Patreon. So get on to the internet's, check us out everywhere. Find us at our home on the web. That's not canonproductions.com slash MTMIK. My name is Miranda Selwood. I have been your host today and my co-hosts. Kristen Barras. Julie Eisentrager. And, of course, my fantastic guests for today. Grace Clark. And Josh Tia. So good luck, guys. We hope you enjoyed our episode of The Producers.
5: Bye.